the FCS college football experience week three preview and picks episode on the sports gambling podcast network is brought to you by DraftKings Sportsbook. Download the app now. Use the promo code SGP. New customers can score $200 in bonus bets instantly when they bet just $5 on any football bet, college or pro. Only on DraftKings Sportsbook with the promo code SGP. We're also brought to you by Game Time. Snag the tickets without the stress. Use the promo code SGPN on your first purchase. To s- I'm sorry, use the promo code CFBX on your first purchase to save $20. Once again, download the Game Time app. Promo code CFBX. $20 off. We're also brought to you by Underdog Fantasy. Play the Underdog Pick'em uh, in college or NFL. Win up to twenty times the amount of money you enter in one game. Use the promo code SGPN at Underdog Fantasy for a hundred percent deposit bonus up to a hundred dollars. And finally, we're brought to you by Hall of Fame Bets, the sports betting research platform for parlays, player props, and game lines. Download the Hall of Fame Bets app or visit hofbets.com. Use the promo code SGPN for 50% off your first month and start making smarter bets today. Hey, this is Derek Stevens. I'm the owner of Circa Las Vegas. You're listening to SGPN. Let it ride. We got a loaded slate. I know people complaining about the FBS week three, which I think is all right, but the FCS week three is pretty fire. If I may say so myself, and I'm excited to talk about it. If you're wondering just who the hell you're listening to, my name is Colby swinging database dad, AKA pick Don D that's not a pick. This is a pick. He was raised in the land down under where a man thinks on his feet, speaks with his fists. And lives by his wits. When Dundee happened, he was a superstar. And you're nothing but a chameleon, lemon-headed, coward, terrorist pussy. And I'm after you, buddy. You're gonna pay for it. Good night. Oh yeah, Bethune Cookman is currently getting their ass whooped. Uh, you gotta listen to our FBS show. We covered this game last night on the FBS show. But subscribe to the College Football Experience. Uh, Thursday night, we're recording this one, trying to get the lines out there to the people faster. People are hitting me up in my DM saying, I need these FCS lines. We got a direct line to the odds makers, so we're not bullshitting you. We got it straight from the source, people. Hopefully, you're watching on YouTube, youtube.com slash the college experience. Subscribe over there. Hop on over to iTunes. Give us a five star review already. Let's go. We got uh, we got some just some some fire lineups. I'm excited to talk all about it because uh, you know, just big time matchups and big time matchups uh, upon big time. I see the chat is already rolling. Shout out to J Scott Rhodes. Uh, he's he wants to know about his fucking Long Island Sharks. Um, shout out to J Scott. Uh, I am joined by this gentleman here. They call him the Gulf Coast Guru, and he knows his college football. If you listen to all of our, uh, you know, all of our content for the most part, he's been there rocking with us. Uh, I give you Mike Rose, aka Gulf Coast Guru. How you doing, brother? What is up, man? It is weeks like this in the FBS that makes me thankful to follow the FCS. I feel like it's a tricky slate FBS. I like some games here, so I'm ready to go. Let's do it. Yeah, we got a pretty loaded slate, man. And I was alluding to Bethune Cookman currently getting their ass kicked. I'm also watching this this uh Navy Memphis game where I'm on Navy money line. So, uh sweating things out. Not not that's always a great thing in the studio when you're doing a show, you can sweat out a bet at the same time. Uh we have a Friday game. Oh yeah. My bad, Jay Scott. He was talking about Lindenwood, not Long Island. I was just quickly reading the chat. The yeah, Lindenwood did did uh, did get uh, yeah, uh, yeah. 
My bad. I was quickly, uh, quickly just looking in the chat, but we're going to talk all about it. We have a Friday game and this game was moved up because of, uh, because of the potential hurricane that would be hitting Ma- the state of Maine. Um, but it's a CAA battle that I'm pretty, pretty excited for. Um, mainly because so the main black bears got the, got their ass whooped at North Dakota state, but the week prior almost beat FIU down there where you are, Mike. Um, m- meanwhile, Kasim Hill and Rhode Island just rolling along. Um, so this is an interesting spot because uh, the game is rushed up. I don't know that that really makes a gigantic difference in this, in this line, but I am seeing Rhode Island laying 11 and a half points. Um, I'm actually going to lay the points because I eat Maine's just got a tough schedule. I feel like, you know, FIU playing an FBS, then going to the Fargo dome and then you come home. I just think Kasim Hill and Rhode Island, you know, I think they're kind of to me, I think I trust what I see out of them more so than anyone else in the CAA right now. But uh, what are you doing here in, in, in not where the hell is Maine universe? Not Portland, Maine. Uh, this is in uh Orono, Maine. So, oh, I think I think we lost Mike. He might be dealing with the hurricane down there in the state of Florida. I don't know, but yeah, I think we ride and, and shout out to the chat. I see Ryan Hasty in there. I think we ride Rhode Island minus eleven. You look at what Rhode Island's been doing all year. Former Maryland Terrapin starting quarterback Kasim Hill, um, and and he's been just w- with the receivers they have too. Darius. Uh, uh, Savage, and then uh, the summer is the other one. They've both been pretty dynamic for the Rams. So I think we start things off with the bang solo game Friday night. Let's ram it. Uh, next up, we jump all over to Saturday morning. Man, Saturday morning slate is absolutely fantastic. And uh, I mean, starts off with a bang because the Holy cross crusaders um, are heading to Connecticut, to new Haven, to the Yale bowl, great stadium take on uh, Yale. Obviously this is another thing we should talk about is the Ivy league opening up their, their college football season. Essentially uh, Yale's been a very good program over the years. So this game's super intriguing. Now they did play last year. Holy cross won 38 to 14. Obviously, Holy Cross, I felt like should have beaten Boston College at Boston College. It was that that was a heck of a game. Their fans showed out. It was great. But now they they head to uh, Connecticut, so back to back away for the Crusaders. And uh, you know, let's let's. I mean, I'm bullish on Matthew Saluka to bounce back. Um, but Yale did have all off season to prep for this thing, so maybe a little advantage. For Yale, but I see Holy Cross le- currently laying four points. Four points, and I'll start things off with a bang by locking up the Crusaders. I think they're too tough physically. I think Matthew Saluka is a matchup nightmare. They run the QB power with them all the time, and another thing that to makes their running game so dynamic is uh, the, the the likes of what I think two weeks ago he was the Patriot League Player of the Week. Jordan Fuller averaged eight yards a rush in, at Boston College. He gets a power five. You add that with Jalen Coker at the wide receiver spot. The offense is dynamic. Give me the Crusaders to go into the Yale Bowl and get the dub. I will lay the four points. Uh, next up, jump on over to the uh, the. Well, we have a Central Connecticut State Blue Devils taking on Kent State. Um, and uh, Ryan in the chat saying New Haven Pizza is worth a look if you're ever in town. There you go. Shout out to New Haven Pizza, uh, Kent, Ohio though, Dick Stadium, Kent State looking for that first win of the season. Played Arkansas better than I think most thought. Uh, and and now the the Blue Devils of Kent of uh, Central Connecticut State come into Dick Stadium, and this is one where uh, you know. Let me see, by the way, before we get there, let me see if I can get Mike Rose here in, in back, back with us here. We got the, we got the guru. We got the golf coast guru here. <laughs> I'm back in on the phone, man. Here we go. Let's do it. <laughs> I was just saying, okay. So I asked you on Friday night, we got a standalone game moved up because of the hurricane or 
the clouds that are coming in the Northeast. <laughs> uh, Rhode Island at Maine. Rhode Island's laying 11. I decided to lay the 11. It was 11 and a half. Uh, I decided to lay the 11, uh, mainly because I think Rhode Island has proven to me, Georgia State's, you know, beat the shit out of UConn. And Rhode Island, that game was, I thought Rhode Island's for the taking, and they, they, it was a close game, but. I think Rhode Island's good. And I think this, they might be my favorite. I know William and Mary. I know there's a bunch of other, you know, uh, New Hampshire almost beat CMU. The spiders of Richmond are always competitive, but I, I think Rhode Island so far through two weeks, probably the most impressive team that I've seen in the CAA. So I will lay the points. What are you doing here? Yeah, I think uh, Maine's been a little better than I expected so far this season, but I, I, we saw him get a house last week. And uh, Rhode Island's been every bit as good as I expected, so I, I'm also going to go with Rhodey. I'm going to go with the Rams and lay the points on the road. Yeah. Then Saturday. Now this was my first lock, um, folks. Uh, if you're listening on this on audio side, sorry, we lost Mike for a minute there. So I'm going to re. I'm going to go back through these. Holy Cross is laying four at Yale. Obviously, Ivy League opens up their play. Yale's been a, a you know their season essentially, but Yale's been a, a very good uh, very good team over the the you know, the history of the Ivy league. Uh, but I, I just think uh, you got to lock up Holy cross here. I think they're going to, the, after coming off that loss, the way that they lost where they probably should have won in chestnut Hill, I think they're going to stick it to, uh, to the Yale bulldogs. What are you doing here with, with Holy cross laying four? Yeah. I'm surprised the line's so low. A couple things like coming off a heartbreaking loss. You got to worry about, you know, a little bit of a hangover after, after that, just like if they would have won that game, and it is the second leg of a back-to-back, but Yale, you know, their OC has moved on and took a head coaching job. So they got some things to figure out too. Holy cross. I, I you got to lay the points here. I'm not locking it. I think it's a tricky spot, but I'm laying it. Yeah. I'm locking this thing. I feel good about it. They don't lose two games in a row. All right. Um, <laughs> Central Connecticut state is heading into Kent, Ohio, Dick stadium, blue, blue devils, a little bit better than I thought, you know, they're one and one, but they almost almost one last week. Um, this is an interesting one because Kent state played Arkansas a lot better than what people thought. I think Kent state's laying 27 and a half. I'll take the points in the blue devils to stay in this one. What are you doing here? Uh, I'm going to go ahead and lay the points. I think Kent state's a little bit better than I thought they were going to be uh, central Connecticut state is as well, but um, Kent state's showing some uh, golden flashes. there, being a pretty good team. So I'm going to lay it. All right. Well, the fucking Long Island Sharks are heading into Waco, Texas, where Baylor just needs a win. Baylor just needs to win a game. Feels good to to win a game sometimes. Uh, Baylor's laying uh, fifty points, five zero. Um, <clears throat> I'll take the points. Baylor wins. Give me like a fifty-six to uh, seven final. We get the cover. What are you doing here? Yeah, I think uh, Baylor, I believe, has what Texas on deck. I think so. A little bit of a look ahead spot. They've been struggling so far. Uh, in Long Island, I've been riding them for the first couple of weeks here. I'm gonna stick with it. I'm taking my sharks. Give me the fifty. There we go, folks. And if you're listening to this, I've got some DMs on this. FCS lines move like crazy. All right, so we're releasing this Thursday night. Things move crazy. All right. I mean, I've talked to me and Phil Steele have had this conversation. Me and a bunch of other people have had this conversation. So. It's funny. I get some DMS that people think I'm just making up the numbers. No, I am in direct contact with the odds makers. All right. I see their spreadsheets, but just know that when the action comes in, it can dictate the the line movement super fast because all of a sudden you'll get just a bunch of bets. Whereas, you know, I feel like in the FBS, you have it spread out over a week, you know? So uh, just food for thought. Cornell heads to Lehigh. Shout out to the Mountain Hawks getting a big dub over Merrimack. Warriors did not come out to play uh, last week. This is in Bethlehem, Pennsylvania. Cornell's opening up their season uh, on the road here against a Lehigh team that hey, they hung on for dear life. Now look, the last time these teams played was a year ago. Cornell won nineteen to fifteen. Cornell still got uh, Jason Wang at the quarterback spot. Um, uh, I, I mean, Lehigh is catching one and a half points. So Cornell laying one and a half. Give me now. Here's the thing. What, what's the advantage here? Do you think Cornell has the advantage by watching Lehigh for two weeks? Cause I, I was talking to a coach in the past month that he thinks that's the advantage. I kind of thought 
playing would be the advantage. But uh, a coach I was talking to, <coughs> June Jones, um, he was telling me that uh, he would he would rather be the team that hasn't played, which I found interesting. How, what do you think is the advantage there, Mike? Yeah, I mean something stuck out in my mind. I think it was a few years ago. Uh, Re- Real Money Kramer, uh, the one and only, said something. I believe you were talking about the Week Zero games, and he kind of looked into it and dug it, and he found that they didn't really matter one way or another. And I kind of looked at it the year after, after he said that. And I was like, eh, yeah, I think he's kind of right. I think it's a similar situation. I think maybe watching the little extra game tape and uh, also still having the excitement of, Hey, it's our first week. It's kickoff. Let's go. So I think it could be an advantage that way. You would, you would think it would be the way you're saying, but I think it might go the other way. Yeah. Which makes me a little bit baffled here, but I guess, you know what? I will ride Cornell. I'm going to go into that theory. I was about to pick Lehigh but I feel like thinking about the conversations I've had with the guy that's been pretty legendary with offense, I'll go with Jason Wang and the Cornell really the big red, big red freshman. Nah, 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 nah. Um, what are you doing here? <laughs> yeah. I'm also going to lay the points with Cornell is a team. Uh, I think is a little sneaky there in the Ivy league. I think they got some talent. Wang's a dual threat quarterback. So yeah, I'm going to go with them here. I'm 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 actually really excited to see this next matchup. North Dakota, the Fighting Hawks, Tommy Schuster and company. I think ranked top fifteen in the FCS polls right now. They're heading into the Smurf turf. Boise is laying twenty. Obviously, Taylor Green got knocked out, or you know, I think he left the game because cramps, but he didn't return against UCF. George Halani, their star running back, didn't play a week ago. Meanwhile, North Dakota wins the Potato Bowl against Northern Arizona. I think Boise State's gonna. I'm gonna lay the twenty. I, I I look, and I'm ignoring the numbers that I'm seeing. Like the numbers I'm seeing say you should probably take the points. I I just think Boise's gonna do for a win. I thought that Washington Boise game was not as bad as the final score indicated, and I thought they were beating UCF for most of that game. It just didn't break their way. I think Boise opens it up against the Fighting Hawks. What are you doing here? Yeah. And uh, just to add on to that, I'm going the same way with you, Andy Avalos. He's got to get this thing on track. He's got to get it on track, right? They already fired the OC last year. You know, this is, this is his year to really prove what he's got. All, all mistakes are on him at this point. So I think boys, you got to win big. I, I, I agree. I think, th- I think they will too. Uh, I'm fascinated by this matchup, man. And you know me, I'm a Georgetown Hoya fan. <laughs> we didn't see this coming. No. I mean, I, I, I'm a, I'm an optimist, but when I saw their starting quarterback from a year ago transfer to Eastern Illinois, I said, "Ooh!" But my Hoyas opening up the season with a forty-nine-seven win against the Red Foxes of Marist, and then last week, Sacred Heart, who many publications had as an FCS playoff contender. Wow, twenty-seven ten, they win by three scores. So now, when Stonehill comes to Cooper Field. And I see Georgetown laying nine points. I got to take no, and, and actually, sorry, nine and a half points. Um, I got to take Stonehill, but Hoyas win. Go to three and zero. What are you doing here? Yeah, same thought process. I'm, I'm really surprised and intrigued by Georgetown so far this year. It's good to see a little excitement around the uh, program there, but I'm not ready to lay nine with them yet. I'm going to take the nine with uh, Stonehill. Yeah. Columbia heading to Lafayette. Columbia's laying nine and a half. Speaking of the, the same same number, uh, Lafayette obviously coming off the Duke beatdown, but let's not forget the Leopards did beat that same Sacred Heart team in Week One, nineteen to fourteen, and that was at Sacred Heart. Columbia first game of the season. I think this is where we test our theory here, uh, but at the same time, it's a lot of points, man. I give me the nine and a half. I I just can't. Columbia, I just can't do it. Remember, Columbia had the coaching shakeup and everything. I just feel like give me Lafayette plus nine and a half. What are you doing here, Mike? Yeah, the coaching shakeup is going to be one of my big reasons for taking the nine and a half. And uh, also, Troxel, I think, is going to really get things going right there for Lafayette. So I'm, I'm going to take the nine and a half here. And uh, not quite a lock, but I feel fairly confident in it. Yeah, yeah. Taylor is taking on Dayton. Don't have a line on that, but that's a game at 10 a.m. here on the West. Uh, the Wagner, the vacuum company heading to a uh, sacred heart. This is one Wagner played Navy a lot closer than people thought. And uh, they're Oh, and two, 
This is uh, in Fairfield, Connecticut. Both teams zero and two. Someone's got to win. Uh, Campus Field there, Lo- great name. You can watch this on the NEC app, free to download. Um, Sacred Heart is laying thirteen points. I can't do it, man. I was somewhat impressed by Wagner against Navy. I will take Wagner plus the thirteen. I'm not locking this though. But what are you doing here, Mike? Yeah, I'm actually, I'm actually going to lay it. So this is the point in the season where I, I try not to take it personal. If a team proves me wrong, I thought sacred heart was going to be a playoff contender. So I was kind of in on them, but uh, Hey, if you got a get right game at home, why not have it against Wagner? I'm going to lay the 13, but I'm, I'm, I'm hesitant. St. Thomas heads to, to, to Harvard to take on the crimson and St. Thomas did cover for me against uh, South Dakota. Barely. I mean, they got blanked, but uh, they got the cover. Uh, now they head to Harvard. I'm kind of fascinated by this game. Cause I like St. Thomas's story of them jumping up from D three. Harvard is laying 24 and a half points. Um, I'll take the 24 and a half. I think Harvard's going to win, but that hook is baiting me. Uh, so Give me, give me the Tommies. What are you doing here? No, I'm going Tommies as well. And actually I am going to lock this one up. I feel like they, they need to get on the right track a little bit here too. <laughs> Golf South Dakota. Coast guru. <laughs> yeah. Going with, it, yeah. I mean, look, I chatted the home alone. Yeah, but my Tommy gun <laughs> won't. All right, there we go. Oh man. Uh, yeah. I mean, uh, I think I'm intrigued by that game. Uh, once again, like I'm saying, I'm very intrigued to watch that. I think Stonehill, Georgetown will catch my eye. North Dakota, Boise State is appealing to me. Love, absolutely love the Holy Cross Yale game. Um, let's continue rolling because Campbell is going to Monmouth, where Monmouth is laying seven. You know what I'm going to say? I'm going to say wrong team favored. I gave you last week my lock up. One of my top locks of the week, folks, was Campbell minus the points against. Against uh, the Citadel, I think this line was like uh, eight and a half. They won fifty-six to seven at the Citadel. I think Campbell's a lot better than people realize. I th- I think Campbell beats Monmouth at Kessler Stadium there in West Log Branch, New Jersey. Mike, what are you doing here? Yeah, uh, I wasn't on the show last week. Uh, Richmond, North of Richmond, had me working late, so <laughs> couldn't get on there. But I also locked up Campbell, and I'm I'm doing it again. It's one of my favorite games of the week by far. Seven points, too many points. I'm taking them all day. Yeah, let's go. Uh, should we lock this? Yeah, I'm locking it all up. Yep. I'm gonna ride the camel until I uh, until I find some fucking water. How about that? Let's go. All right. <laughs> Got 16 islands or something, some shit like that. I don't know. Saw it on a saw it on Nat Geo once. Uh, fuck, they can survive in the desert when no one else can. All right. Uh, the Quakers of Penn are heading to Colgate. Colgate just got destroyed by uh, what Syracuse in the opener. They bounce back the next week. No, they don't because Villanova beats beats the tar out of them. Nova's looking good, running that slow mesh. I was studying some film. Um, so Penn's heading to Colgate. Penn's laying twelve. I'm gonna lay the twelve. I don't think Colgate's any good. I'm gonna lay the twelve. What are you doing here? Yeah, I was borderline ready to lock this one up as well. I didn't, but I am gonna lay the twelve. Penn, one of the best teams in the Ivy League. Colgate, not really a good looking toothpaste right now. Might switch to Crest. I'm out on Colgate. <laughs> so now this one I'm fascinated by because you have two teams that just two teams that have just looked really bad. So Marist loses by 37 to Georgetown. Now this is at uh this is you know at Marist essentially at uh what is it uh Tenney Stadium. But Davidson has been you want to talk about one of the the blunders of the season. Davidson loses to Danny Rocco and VMI in the opener. 12 to seven. That's that was his first game at VMI shifting from the air raid philosophy to, you know, and that game was crazy. I watched that whole game it was seven to six for like forever. Um, uh, then they lose to Barton college, a D two school. Um, there's, there's issues uh, here. Now the line that I'm seeing is Davidson minus 13 and a half. I just can't do it. I can't do it. Give me Marison the points, even though I think they look like shit against Georgetown. I'll take the home team at, at home with, with, with points. What are you doing here, Mike? 
Yeah, when we talked Sacred Heart, I talked about not taking things personal and jumping off of my preconceived notions yet. I picked Davidson to win out the season. I thought their schedule was really easy, and uh, they have completely proven me wrong so far. I'm not laying 13 and a half with this team on the road. Hell no. No way. I'm yeah. taking the points. I just feel like we can't. We can't do it. But, uh, all right, look, before we get to the next game, I want to tell you that the FCS College Football Experience is brought to you by DraftKings Sportsbook. Football is back in full swing with another week of epic games, baby. And look, who's got you covered for all the action? For every single one of them, yes. DraftKings Sportsbook, an official betting partner of the National Football League. Uh, new customers can bet five dollars on college or pro football and get two hundred dollars instantly in bonus bets. Yes, get in on the NFL action week two or college football week three with DraftKings Sportsbook. Download the app now. Use the promo code SGP to sign up. New customers can bet just five dollars and take home two hundred dollars instantly in bonus bets. Only on DraftKings Sportsbook with the promo code SGP. The crown is yours, people. Um, Gambling problem? Call one eight hundred Gambler. Uh, see DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for details. Responsible gambling resources. Bonus bets expire seven days after issuance. We're also brought to you by Game Time. Yes, buying tickets to your favorite event shouldn't be that stressful. Game Time's the fast and easy way to buy tickets for everything really: sports, music, comedy, and theater that is near you. With killer deals on last-minute tickets and their best price guarantee, you can stop stressing over the tickets and start getting hyped for the fun that you'll be having at that very event. Uh yeah, and forget planning months in advance. What's that ever done for anybody? All right, Game Time has tick has deals on tickets right up to the last second of the event, and they got the Game Time guarantee, which means you'll always get the best price. If you find tickets in the same section and row for less, get this: Game Time will credit you 110 percent of the difference, people. So download the Game Time app, use the promo or create an account, then use the promo code CFBX for twenty dollars off your first purchase. Once again, terms apply. Create that account. CFBX $20 off. Download the game time app today. Last bit of tickets, lowest price guaranteed. All right. We are back on the FCS college football experience. It's just a glorious, glorious week. Uh, in my opinion for, for some great college football action, uh, Norfolk state's heading to temple mm. temple uh, needs a win. I mean, they just got beat down by Rutgers. Meanwhile, Norfolk state won the battle of the bay. Uh, Temple's laying twenty-eight. I think it's a little too much. Give me Norfolk State plus the points. What are you doing here? Yeah, I'm actually gonna I'm gonna lay it with Temple. This is a good get-right game for them. Norfolk a little inconsistent so far to start the season, so I'm gonna lay the twenty-eight. I, I think uh, Warner's kid gets it done here. Yeah, he's referring to EJ Warner, Kurt Warner's son, starting quarterback at Temple. Lamar is heading to South Dakota. Lamar zero and two. They've been a little chippier. They were actually in that ULM game. Now they got their they got waxed by Idaho in the opener, but they kind of hung around that that ULM game more than I thought that would happen. But uh, look, these teams uh, last played in 2010. Lamar won 24-20 against the Coyotes, but the Coyotes came a long way. They played Missouri well, and meanwhile, Lamar's been complete ass lately. Um, here we go. Uh, South Dakota laying 24 points. I'll take Lamar. I feel like they can hang around just enough, you know, just enough. What are you doing here? Yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take the points as well. I, I kind of bet this South Dakota team as if they were an Iowa, Iowa state team, uh, FBS level. I, I think they're, they're pretty good, but their offense is kind of a little inept and they're better defensive. So 24 feels like a lot of points to lay with them. Yeah. Yeah, that's I I completely agree. It just seems like yeah, you got to take the points there, even though they're looking pretty good. VMI is heading to NC State. Here's a great nugget for you folks. NC State and VMI have been playing since 1895. Right, it's the first ever matchup. Uh, NC State holds a 11 to seven lead. There was one tie also, but get this. VMI has never lost in Raleigh, North Carolina. Never <laughs> lost. The, could this be the first loss? Brandon Armstrong, Robert, and I with the Wolfpack, and meanwhile, Daddy Rocco, legendary coach in the FCS. Uh, you know this line is going to be a bit insane when I tell you it. So buckle up, people. But VMI is getting going down to Raleigh, and 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 getting uh, where the hell is my line here? Forty nine. And a half points. I'll take the points with the key debts. What are you doing here? Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna lay it with NC State. I think uh, they got a lot of things they got to work out here too with Brennan Armstrong and Robert and I. So 
I'm going to lay the points and a uh, little get right game after the uh, Notre Dame beat down uh, go Irish. Let's stay on the, on the rivalry front because uh, Indiana state and ball state, this is the blue key victory bell rivalry. Uh, first ever matchup was in 1924 in Idaho or in Indiana state actually, believe it or not, won the last matchup here. But Ball State still has a 14 game lead over the years, and you're sitting here looking at this thing saying, hey, Muncie, Indiana, coming off of a beatdown by George is never fun. Ball State's laying 24. Cade Chambers, is he going to play for the Sycamores? I think he does. Monitor the situation, but give me the Sycamores plus 24. I'm going to lock this thing up. As long as Chambers plays, they're covering this. If he doesn't play, you back out on this bet. So wait, right, wait, wait, right up to the kickoff. What are you doing here? I like the enthusiasm and the uh, machismo to go ahead and lock that one up. I had decided I'm gonna I'm gonna give Indiana State one more chance to prove me right when I told them or when I said before the season that this was a sleeper team. They're making me look kind of stupid. I'm gonna ride them one more week. I'm taking the points. Let's go. Weber State has been playing Utah since the 1970s, and they never even won. The closest they ever got was a 16 point loss in 2008 when Utah won the national championship that year. Um, but could you know? We know Cam Rising might not play, and if I'm Kyle Whittingham. He's he would not play in this game to me. Uh, Utah's laying twenty four. I'll lay the twenty four. Rice Eccles is Rice Eccles. I think Weber's good. Great win for Weber last week at uh, you know Northern Iowa. I just can't do it. The line of scrimmage. Utah's so good along the line of scrimmage. I got to lay the twenty four. What are you doing here, Mike? Yeah, I'm gonna lay the twenty four as well. It seems like way too physical of a matchup. You took my exact reason, so I'm laying it. Uh, next up, we jump over to how about Bob Morris, Bernard Clark. Did you catch that last week? You see, they beat St. Francis who won the, <laughs> went to the FCS playoffs a year ago. What the hell is going on? Maybe you were right about your, your boys. All right. The colonials, uh, Bob Morris, Robert Morris. Now they head into the ice box. All right. You just think they're going to walk into your, now they're coming for you. Now it's personal <laughs> as Dion says, all right. Uh, they're going into the stand St- stand ball stadium. Last time they played was 2019 Youngstown won 45 to 10. Uh, this line is strong. It is Youngstown minus 29 and a half. Youngstown's coming off the Ohio state loss. Uh, you know what? I'm going to lay it. I Bob Morris got to prove it to me back to back weeks. What are you doing here? Yeah, um, yeah, Bobby Morris is looking a little, little, little good, man. Not good, but much improved. So I am, I am happy about that. That looked like it on paper. Um, Youngstown State that was a loss last week, but was it? I mean, they kept it a little closer than a lot of people would have thought. Yeah. Had I been on the show, that is one of the ones I would have loved. You <laughs> saw Trestle, Trestle out there with the with the Y and the O. You know, he had everything yeah. going on. So I think it was a good little confidence builder, and I think YSU comes out and rolls old Bobby Morris. Yeah, I think so too. Florida Memorial's taking on Grambling. There's no line on that. Stetson, this line is ridiculous. Stetson's catching 56 points at Montana State. Uh, I'll take the points, but I'm not. I don't touch this game. Don't bet this game. What are you doing here? Yeah, Montana State coming off of a, a really hard-fought game last that week. That game so was awesome. That was an awesome that game. game. Yeah. It was amazing. <laughs> I tried to tell everyone that would listen, like, look, I know you're all wrapped up in FBS. You want to know what I think about this, but you got to watch. You got to watch this game. <laughs> I tried to tell everyone that game was amazing, but uh, coming off of that loss, I, I'm actually Stetson's not some completely inept team, so I'm taking the points. I'm taking taking 56. Let's go. Yeah, it. yeah, let's go. That, that, we got the battle of Illinois going on Illinois state, Eastern Illinois. This comes off of Illinois state, Western Illinois, a legendary rivalry too. Uh, this one is, uh, you know, at O'Brien field in Charleston, Illinois last time, last year, these teams played Illinois state one by 28, but that was before I, I call me crazy. I'm buying into the EIU this year and getting Peyton. Uh, I'm sorry. Getting Pierce Holly the former Georgetown quarterback, this guy's looked good. I thought they were serviceable against uh, uh, Bowling green. And obviously they beat the shit out of Indiana state in the opener. So when I see uh, Illinois state laying 11, I say, give me the points. I think this could be a game. What are you doing here? 
Yeah, I'm, I'm going to take the points too. Same exact reason. Eastern Illinois has been looking pretty good. That was one of them when we talked about them in the, the preseason shows. We were kind of like, yeah, hey, this team could bite us in the ass a little bit. They got talent. So, uh, yeah, I'm taking the 11 points. I kind of like it too. Uh, that's like fringe lock potential for me. I'm not mm-hmm. locking it, but I might. If I'm looking for more bets on Saturday, it might happen. Hampton is heading to Washington, D.C. I believe this is, is this Aldi Field. Yeah, Aldi Field. Last time they played a year ago, Hampton won by three against Howard. A spot for revenge for the Bison. As remember, they covered for us against Eastern Michigan. Uh, this line, I'm seeing Howard laying 13 and a half. I think it's too much, though. I will take Hampton plus the points. Mm. Howard's probably going to, I think Howard gets the win, but 13 and a half is a little too much. Give me like a 31 21 final. What are you doing here? Interesting. So I got to give you uh, props. I don't think we ever agreed on terms, but you've got the Hampton versus Grambling matchup. So I will give you that. And I'm am gonna take a personal. I'm laying the 13 and a half. I'm locking it. I'm taking Howard. Oh, Let's oh. go. Let's go, Bison. Oh. <laughs> Mike Rose locking up the Howard Bison. Let's go. All the field people. <laughs> Delaware State. You want to talk about a team that's terrible. Whew. Uh, they are heading to Richmond, Virginia. Richmond is 0-2, but to be fair, uh Morgan State. Should have beat Akron last week, and then they 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 played Michigan State and Mel Tucker in his final game in East Lansing. Um, but uh, I think this is a get right spot for Richmond. I don't think they're as bad as their record indicates. So when I see that the Spiders are laying thirty five, though, I'll take I'm taking the thirty five in Delaware State, even though I don't like it. What are you doing here? Yeah, I'm gonna lay them points. Delaware State is uh, not proven to be any sort of uh, good football team, so I think it is a get-right spot. I'm gonna lay the points. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I it's kind of just right on that number where I feel like when does Richmond call off the dogs? So I'll take the 35. But uh, this is one of the best games on Saturday, and I think this line's mm-hmm. ridiculous. And I'm gonna lock mm-hmm. this. Central Arkansas is getting 21 and a half points in the Fargo Dome. I get it. North Dakota State looked good against Eastern Washington. They looked good against Maine, but 21 and a half points. Central Arkansas looked good when they went to Stillwater to take on OK State. I say they cover the 21 and a half. Sprinkle some on the money line. What are you doing here, Mike? Yeah, man. So uh, you sent me the lines yesterday to kind of prep for the show. When I saw this one, everybody always asked me about midweek. It's time to to ask Mike at work. You know, hey, what do you like this week? And I keep trying to tell him this game. Some people listen, some people don't, because they're like, "Who the hell, is Central Arkansas?" I'm like, "Listen, <laughs> the second best team in friggin' Arkansas." I keep saying it. You oh, know, yeah. this is my preseason darling. I think this is where we see if North Dakota State has righted the ship and got back to old North Dakota State or not. But 21 and a half points. It's ridiculous. This is my favorite game of the week. Love it. Take the points. Bears versus Bison. Lock it up. This is a double lock. Let's go. Drake is heading to Brookings, South Dakota. This is just not a good matchup. Drake lost to Northwestern Iowa, a game that we were on, by the way, preseason. We said, watch <laughs> out, watch out. Dude, South Dakota State's laying 55 and a half points. And I. I think we should probably lay it. <laughs> I'm laying it, man. I'm laying it. What are you doing here? I'm I'm laying it too. I, no confidence, but yeah, sure. <laughs> uh, Pr- Princeton heading to San Diego cross country, but San Diego, I told you rough seas for the Toreros. It's called f- football. God karma as they lost in overtime last week to Colorado Mesa, the Mavericks. Um, Princeton is uh, laying, get this Princeton's laying 33 and a half points. That's too many points. I will take San Diego to cover that going cross country. Give me the, give me the, give me the Toreros and the points. What are you doing here? Yeah, this is another team on my shit list, but I am going to go ahead and take San Diego, get the points. Uh, Princeton's got some pieces to figure out on offense yet. So let's, let's take it. Yeah, I think we got to I think we got to take that. So, um, Super intrigued by this matchup. The Idaho Vandals beat the shit out of the Nevada Wolfpack. And they, can they do it two weeks in a row? Because now they head to Berkeley to drop some acid and go into Cal Memorial Stadium, one of the better stadiums in college football, if you ask me. Um, 
I'm actually kind of fascinated by this game. I think this game is a very good game, but Cal is laying 14 points. Give me the points in Idaho. I think this could be a one score game. What are you doing here? Oh my God. They're holding uh patchouli candlelight vigils for Aaron Rodgers all week. I'm taking Idaho. They're, they're, they're too <laughs> sad out there. Cal, man, come on. <laughs> yeah. 100%. I think you got, I think you got to take the, the vandals and the points there. I mean, Cal might Cal should have beat Auburn to be fair, but Hey, they didn't. And you know, some of that is execution based. So I think Idaho getting two touchdowns, obviously if you wait right before the kickoff, maybe you can get 14 and a half or something. And that might be able to treat you kind getting that third score potentially. Um, Utah Tech heads to Northern Arizona. Take on the Lumberjacks. Um, this is one where uh uh NAU, this is not this is like kind of close, this is not that far of a trip for Utah Tech. They're laying uh, eleven and a half. NAU is at the the filthy sky dome. They should play outside. That would be their advantage. Both these teams, though, zero and two. Though I think this is a get-right spot for NAU. I'm going to lay the eleven and a half with NAU and say they get the, get it done by by fourteen or something. What are you doing here? Yeah, same. Both of these teams kind of sitting right where I thought they were going to be sitting. If uh, things keep moving the way they should, then I think uh, NAU. I had them being a lot a lot better than Utah Tech. So uh, that's what you get for changing your name from Dixie state. That was a cool name. You deserve this <laughs> exactly, one. I'm exactly. laying, it, laying it with NAU. <laughs> uh, North Americans at Portland state. We don't have a line on that one, but we do have a little rivalry game. Bryant and Brown going at it. Now Bryant uh, is laying just one and a half or no, just a flat one point, one point. I'm going to lock up Bryant. I think Bryant's going to beat them. I'm locking up. The Bryant Bulldogs minus one point. I think this the line is off here. Line is off. Bryant gets it done. What are you doing here? Yeah, this is uh, one of my dive into the stink. Shout out Patty C games of the week. Last week it was NC Central taking plus two from A and T there. This yeah. week it's this one. That seems like a short line, but I'm I'm going in. I'm, I'm diving in, man. I'm I'm on it. Lock. Yeah, let's go. Locked. Oh, there we go. Lock, double lock on the Bryant Bulldogs. Let's get it going. Uh, this game's pretty fantastic here. Southeast Louisiana, the Lions are heading all the way up to Shanae, Washington to take on Eastern E Dub, who almost beat Fresno State at Fresno State. Um, e Dub is laying eight and a half points. I'm actually going to lay it. I think E Dub proved to me Ooh. something last week. That's a far trip going up on that red turf. Um, I will lay it. What are you doing here? It is a far trip, uh, but I'm locking up Sela. Yeah, I'm going southeastern Louisiana, man. I think they're the much better team. Take the, the points. The line is roaring in in <laughs> eastern Washington, says Mike Rose. Getting eight. William and Mary is heading to Charleston, South Carolina. Take on uh the Buccaneers. William and Mary is laying uh eighteen and a half points. I will lay the 18 and a half. Cause I think Charleston Southern sucks ass. Uh, what are you doing here? <laughs> yeah. Charleston Southern had their super bowl when they were like up on Clemson for like two minutes of that game. And I, I mean, they're hanging around for a little bit. So uh, they are ass. I'm going to lay the points with William and Mary. Let's go. North Carolina central. You just talked about them. They're catching 42 and a half at the Rose bowl. You know what? I will take this. I think I think Chip Kelly calls off the dogs and you get that hook on 42 and a half. Give me, give me a 56 to 14 final central covers. What are you doing here? Yeah. And uh, you know, Davius Richard being, being as old as he is and being around for as long. I mean, this is one of the biggest games he'll probably play in his career as far as just spotlight. So let's go ahead and give him a little credit. I'm going to take the points. Yeah, let's go. Northern Colorado is heading to Pullman. Look, you can't touch this. Forty-four and a half is what Wazoo's laying. I'm laying it. What are you doing here? Yeah, I'm going to lay it too. I mean, tricky spot. Wazoo coming off a pretty big win, but Northern Colorado has been uh, pretty terrible, so I'll lay it. Furman is taking on Kennesaw State and Kennesaw Georgia. This is another interesting matchup. This is, like I said, FCS has some some pretty interesting matchups this week. Uh, Furman covered against South Carolina, but I don't know, man. I feel like. Uh, they haven't been as as impressive as I thought they would be. Kennesaw is, or I'm sorry, Furman is laying eleven and a half. I'm still gonna lay it with Furman. I part of me is like I should lock this, 
but I don't know. What do you think of this? <laughs> Same thoughts. Exactly. Honestly, I wanted to lock this. I am going to lay it, but a uh, little, little, just scared to lay it on the road there against the Kennesaw team. That's uh, I, I don't know. They're a tricky one to kind of gauge. So um, I'm, I'm going to lay the points, but not super confident. Like I feel like I should be. Yeah. I'm really fascinated to watch this game. This is probably one of the top games for me to watch this week. Uh, and, and I got to talk a little shit to you, buddy. Cause my catamounts of Western Carolina, put it on, <laughs> put it on the Sanford bulldogs. All right. Shout out to the catamount fans. Now they head to Richmond, Kentucky to take on EKU who looked pretty good against Kentucky. Um, EKU Eastern Kentucky laying four and a half too many points. Give me the catamounts. Maybe EKU gets the win. If so, give me it by like a field goal or by four, but I think my catamounts are for real. What are you doing here? I do think your catamounts are for real. And I actually did take the points with them. I didn't, you know, pick them outright or anything like that, but I did take the nine last week. Uh, this week I'm going to go with DKU. I, I think uh, it's, it's kind of a hangover spot. That's a big win over Sanford uh, that they got last week. So tough spot on the road here, playing a really good EKU team. Northern Iowa is heading to Pocatello, the, the house that Merrill Hodge built. Take on the Bengals of Idaho State. Whew, Idaho State gave up a, a, a seventy-eight points to a Utah State last week in the rivalry game, but uh, Northern Iowa is laying seventeen and a half. It's too many for me. Give me, give me the Bengals plus plus seventeen and a half. What are you doing here? Yeah, yeah, Cody Hawkins out there. He's uh, kind of getting things getting things looking a little better for the most part than I thought he would. I know they gave up seventy plus last week, but they they were around for a little bit. And uh, yeah, that being said, I think I think Northern Iowa has to get right a little bit too. This is a good spot for them. Go on the road, get uh, Mister Day going here. So I'm going to lay the points with Northern ooh, Iowa. Ooh, Virginia Lynchburg's taking on Merrimack. There's no line on that one. Presbyterian. <laughs> How about the Blue Hose, buddy? Beaten Virginia Lynchburg by 31. There's life in that program. Uh, Wofford is laying 42 and a half points. So that that's that's a gigantic number. <laughs> I will take Presbyterian in the points. What are you doing here? Yeah, I, I can't lay 42 and a half with Wofford. There's no way. I'm gonna I'm gonna take the points. <laughs> One of the more intriguing matchups I find here: Gardner Webb laying 12 laying 12 and a half in Nashville against Eddie George and the Tennessee state tigers. Now I saw Emmett Smith was there earlier today in practice. Um, I'm laying it with Gardner Webb though. I think Gardner Webb's for real. They, they almost, they, they were in that game with app week one. They beat Elon week two. I love me some running bulldogs. They get it done on the road. What are you doing here? Yeah. Yeah. Gardner Webb's done nothing but treat me right so far. Tennessee state. I wonder if they'd even get the respect of a 12 and a half point line. If it wasn't for Eddie George, they haven't shown me a damn thing yet this year, really. So I'm going to go ahead. I'm going to lay the 12 and a half. St. Francis is heading into Delaware where this is a FCS playoff matchup a year ago. And uh, the blue hens are laying 20 and a half points. You know, if you lose to Bob Morris, I have questions. Give me Delaware minus the 20 and a half. What are you doing here? Yeah. And just to go on top of that, uh, uh, Franklin seems like he's been on some kind of, kind of hunt for Penn state for um, covering spreads. Yeah. <laughs> so he yeah. went out there and, and yeah. <laughs> yeah, after going for it at the end of the game, week yeah. one and now yeah. this, <laughs> so he's, he's pissing me off a little bit, but you know who else he probably pissed off is the blue hands laying it on him <laughs> like that. So I'm going to lay the 20 points as well. 20 and a half. Uh, North Carolina A and T in-state battle as they head uh, up, you know, over to Elon to take on uh, the Phoenix. Uh, Elon is laying sixteen and a half points. I think it's a little bit too many. Give me A and T to cover it. Elon gets the dub, but I think give me like a fourteen-point game here. What are you doing here? Yeah, same. I'm gonna I'm gonna take the points. A uh, and T hasn't looked as terrible as I kind of thought they could be this year. So I'm, I'm going to take the points in that matchup. Elon's still a, still a little bit to figure out as a team. Uh, it's a shame. There's no line for the Wabash little giants taking on Butler, but Hey, <laughs> Butler was impressive in Missoula. We're gonna have to talk about them later in the year. Uh, the Citadel is heading to Chattanooga. Chattanooga is laying 19 folks lay the fucking 19. I actually think, I think we should probably lock this. Talk me, Talk me into this. Talk me into this. Yeah, that's close, man. This They're, is a fringe uh, lock. <laughs> Chattanooga is still kind of inconsistent so far. I mean, they had the cover against Kennesaw and then blew it. 
Yeah. Um, and then yeah. who they played before that? I, I'm slipping me, but they, they lost didn't win. in the opener against North Alabama by 14. Yeah. yeah. There we go. Who has who has looked better than I expected? But at the same time, I, I watched a good chunk of that game, and, and they didn't uh, didn't look all that good. I think they're still figuring things out at the quarterback position. But I, I am laying the points. Uh, Citadel just entirely baffled on offense. No, screw it. I'm locking it. I'm in. Yeah, <laughs> let's do it. Let's fucking do it. Sitting has been terrible. Let's go with the mocks of Chattanooga. Morgan State and Akron last week was one of the more heartbreaking. So Morgan State beats Richmond at Richmond week one. And I'm buying into Morgan State being very legit. They had Akron beat, and you basically had the Herm Edwards play happen where uh, they were basically going to run out the clock game was going to be over and fumble the ball. Akron takes it back for a touchdown. Luckiest win of the season so far. Towson is laying two at Morgan state. It's a rivalry. They're both in Maryland. I think Morgan state bounces back and I think they beat them. I think Morgan state's the better team here. What are you doing here? Yeah, I think uh, we were both kind of on Morgan state preseason to, to do a little better than a lot of people were expecting. And uh, they're a team that's proven us right so far. Heartbreaking loss last week, but I think honestly, I think the wrong team's favored, and I'm locking up Morgan State. Woo! From one bear, then the second bear, the central. You got a little bear parlay: Central <laughs> Arkansas, Morgan the State. There you go, locking it up, getting two at home, home dog. Um, all right, folks. Before we get to the next game, I want to tell you that the FCS college football experience is brought to you by hall of fame bets. Yes. Win bigger by betting smarter this NFL season with hall of fame bets, the sports betting analytics platform for parlays, player props, and game lines research every, uh, I'm sorry, research. Yes. Research every NFL, NBA, MLB, and soccer bet with historical stats and data. Uh, they even have the hall of fame bets, revolutionary parlay optimizer where you can enter whatever you want in there. Uh, and it will, it'll basically break down your hit rates, break down each leg of your parlay, as well as give you an expected probability for the whole thing. Uh, sort all players by the hit rate uh, for any, any, uh, you know, any bet, you know, and it will tell you which players are hot, which picks have value. So join the 30,000 users researching with hall of fame bets uh, to craft more intelligent data driven parlays, download hall of fame bets app, or visit hofbets.com. Use the promo code SGPN to get 50% off your first month. Start research and start winning with hall of fame bets. Raza brought to you by underdog fantasy. Yes. Underdog fantasy is a way to play alongside your favorite team all season long. You can win up to 20 times the amount of money you enter in a single game by going five for five on their stat projections. Yes. On the over or under on those uh, it's a fantasy game, but you could win real money. All you have to do is, uh, you know, Get on over there, and they have a great thing right now for Tua for uh, Tua Tagovailoa for the Dolphins. If you go over there and and the pickup selection that includes Tua's passing yards over two hundred and seventy seven and a half yards or under, you select what you like, and Underdog is going to select ten random winners to give out ten thousand dollars to each. Woo! So watch along, make your picks, and maybe make a little uh, cash over at Underdog's mobile app or website, underdogfantasy.com. When you sign up with the promo code SGPN, Underdog will double your first deposit up to $100. Once again, that's Underdog Fantasy, promo code SGPN. Villanova has looked good so far, but damn, if they don't have to go into the bounce house to take on UCF. But UCF going to be without John Rice Plumley. Maybe it gives the Wildcats a puncher's chance. I don't know, but uh, UCF's laying 27 points. <sighs> I'm still laying it, man. The bounce house gets lit, man. You know, the moon bounce, the moon bounce gets lit. I, I think, I think UCF's going to, it's got too much team speed. What are you doing here? Yeah, it gets, it gets lit, but you know, down here in Florida, I'm sure Cali, you know, the same thing kind of happens. You know, we got, most people who aren't diehard sports nuts, they do other things. You know, the weather's nice. You go out and about, maybe you hit the beach. I don't think the fans are turning out and going too, too wild for this one. UCF coming off a big win, going out there to the Smurf turf. Also doesn't Villanova just feel like a team that's going to screw with Gus Malzahn a little bit. So I'm going to take the points here. I'm not locking it, but I, I like getting the 27. Ooh, there we go. Mississippi Valley state is taking on the Delta state devils. I mean, look, there's no line, but that's a fun matchup. Uh, Duquesne heading to Conway, South Carolina to take on coastal Carolina coastals laying 37 points. That's too many points. Give me the Dukes and Duquesne to cover this thing. What are you doing here? 
Yeah, I'm also going to take the 37 points, and I'm going to pick Delta State, even though we don't have a line. They're just they're going to beat Mississippi yeah, State. Yeah, yeah. State. <laughs> uh, McNeese is heading to Alcorn. Alcorn State's laying three and a half points. I think Alcorn's just flat out better than McNeese, so I will lay the three and a half. What are you doing here? Yeah, same exact thing. This is fringe lock worthy for me. I really like Alcorn to get this one done. I'm laying it. We got an old school rivalry here, Murray State and Middle Tennessee. They've played a shit ton of times. It goes back to the early 1900s. Uh, excited to have this game back on the schedule. However, um, I feel like uh, Middle Tennessee laying 30 and a half points. It's a little too much. Give me the racers to cover this thing. What are you doing here? Yeah, MTSU. They're one of those teams that uh, goes out there and hangs with a good team, and then the next week comes around, they're playing somebody that they should like blow the doors off of, and they really don't. So it's kind of their mo. I'm going to take the points with Murray State here. Yeah, shout out to the chat. I see them rocking along, talking about Western Carolina, talking about Tennessee Tech and North Dakota and Holy Cross. The fans are in there. You can watch this live on YouTube, YouTube.com/slash The College Experience. People. Uh, next up. Uh, Stony Brook taking on Arkansas State. This game's hilarious to me. Uh, Arkansas State's laying 13 and a half. And as much as I want to take Stony Brook to ruin and get Butch Jones fired, I think I got to take Arkansas State minus 13 and a half. What are you doing here? Yeah, it's a damn shame. I would have liked a lot bigger line. Um, bottom line, Arkansas State, not a well coached team, but uh, he does recruit well. A lot of talent on that team. So 13 and a half. I, actually, I'm, I'm going to lock that up. Yeah, I'll join you on that. Lay the 13 and a half Stony Brook going out to Jonesboro. I don't even know how the fuck you get there. You can't fly direct in this Jonesboro. You know what I mean? Horseback. Yeah. You fly in, you fly into little rock, catch a, catch a bus to a ranch, get on a horse, you know, uh, Prairie view, Bubba McDowell, my guy heading into SMU and look, I'll keep the locks rolling because SMU is laying 39 points. SMU is going to bounce back from that Oklahoma loss. I'm going to lay the 39. They're going to score in the seventies. I think um, maybe the late sixties. What are you doing here? Yeah, I'm going to join you. Another just to add on a uh, prayer view. I'm waiting for them to tick a little bit. That hasn't had an happening. Laying yeah. the points. Yeah. Samford and Auburn have been playing since the early 1900s. Guess what? Samford's never, ever won. They did tie once in 1921, but um, Samford is uh, getting 30 and a half points. I might even bet this in Auburn, uh, Auburn's favor, but I will lay the 30 and a half. What are you doing here? Uh, I'm, I'm going to take the 30 and a half. I think a little bounce back Sanford start feeling a little better than uh, Auburn long road trip last week. So I'm, I'm going to take the points. Tarleton States taking on Texas tech, Texas tech. Oh, and two somehow, uh, they could easily be two and oh, they're laying 34 points and I will lay the 30 four points. What are you doing here? Yeah. Uh, Tarleton been doing nothing, but uh, actually winning me money. So I'm super in love with Tarleton this year. Uh, Texas tech that, that uh, pick six cost me a pretty good amount of me money too. at the end of me that game. Last too, week. Man. <laughs> but I am going to lay the 34 here begrudgingly. <laughs> Stephen F. Austin is uh, heading to Louisiana to take on Northwestern state. Um, this game the lumberjacks looking all right uh, against the Troy Trojans. Uh, see, SFA is uh, laying 15 and a half. I will lay the 15 and a half. I, and this is like, I feel pretty damn good about this one. This is almost a lock. What are you doing here? Yeah, I'm also laying the 15 and a half. I don't think Northwestern states look too bad, but Stephen F. Austin, they kind of been playing like a team that's, that's a little bit hungrier than I expected this year. So I, I'm going to lay it as well. Yeah, I agree. Um, Texas Southern. Coming off of a, just a gigantic ass whooping at Toledo, uh, they head to Rice, where the Owls are cooking. Man, nice win against the Houston Cougars. Rice and JT Daniels in the seventy-fifth year of college football. He's laying thirty-one <laughs> points. I'm gonna lay the thirty-one. I think Rice is actually legit this year. What are you doing here? Uh, I think they're legit too, but I think this is a little bit of a hangover spot. You came off of playing Texas really good, and then you go ahead and beat Houston. Uh, I'm, I'm gonna take the points with Texas Southern. Oh, there we go. East Tennessee State is taking on Austin P. Interesting game here. Austin P is laying 12 and a half. I like what I saw against uh, about Austin P against Tennessee. So I'm going to say we lay the 12 and a half, even though I don't feel good about this because this is an in state battle. Stay away. What are you doing here? 
Yeah, I also feel like this is a bit of a stay away. It's a early, early to really like decide what's going on. This is Austin P was a team me and you were uh, very different on uh, going into this season. So I don't feel comfortable laying 12 and a half with P yet. So I'm, I'm going to take it with ETSU. Uh, next up, North Alabama is heading to Tennessee Tech. I saw the chat. Shadow GBO Farms was talking about the Golden Eagles. This is their chance. North Alabama's laying 12 and a half. I'm buying. I'm sorry. GBO, I'm kind of buying into North Alabama being a lot better than I thought. 12 and a half is a big number. So I guess you can, you can talk to me about, uh, I don't know. No, I'm, I'm laying it, man. I, I was thinking maybe they could cover it, but 12 and a half is kind of no man's land. If it was 13, 14, I will lay the 12 and a half with North Alabama. What are you doing here? Yeah, I'm going to do the same thing. I remember we talked about this North Alabama team. We said that if they could play a little bit of defense. They got pieces around them. There's some talent on the roster. And so far it seems like that's happening under uh a Brett Deerman there as coach. So yeah. um, it's interesting uh, off to an interesting start and Tennessee tech hasn't shown much. They, they look as trash as we thought they were. So I'm laying it. Lindenwood fresh off the ass whooping. I know the chat was talking about the Lindenwood lions. We want them to uh, continue to get better, but they are traveling to Western Illinois where uh, WIU is laying six. It's too many points. Give me Lindenwood. This is going to be a, like a field goal game. What are you doing here? Yeah, I was borderline ready to lock this one up. I know, uh, I believe it's Mr. Rhodes that listens to us that has a son on the team. So I'm pulling for your son, pulling for you. Let's get it done. I, I'm, I'm close to lock and getting six off this Western Illinois team. I think so too. I think they're kind of a live dog. Uh, Houston Christian is heading to UT Martin. UT Martin's laying 22 and a half points. You know, Houston Christians improved, man. Mm. Now UT Martin played Georgia really well. So I'll lay the 20. I don't know, man. You know what? Give me Houston Christian plus 22 and a half. I think they've been showing some signs of life. What are you doing here? Yeah, I actually agree with you there that uh, they have been showing signs of life and they, they don't look uh, terrible. However, uh, UT Martin's won me money a couple weeks in a row. Last week, bet them as an underdog, bet them outright. They won me some money last week, so I'm sticking with uh, sticking with my Skyhawks. Let's go lay it. Uh, this is one of the better games of the day. Southern Illinois heading to SEMO, uh, Southeast Missouri. This game's fantastic. Uh, Southern Illinois, the Salukis laying 11 points. I'm taking SEMO plus the 11. I think this is a game. Southern Illinois has got been through some tests. They beat the shit out of Austin P week one. They beat Northern Illinois coming off of a rivalry game, let down spot. Give me SEMO in the points. I almost feel like we should lock this. What are you doing here? <laughs> Brother? I did lock this. This yes, is classic. Let's go. Let's go. Classic spot. Let's, let's go. go. Let's take the take points. The points. Yeah, let's go. Uh, this game's awesome too. Uh, the Troy Taylor bowl. Cause um, Stanford's laying three at home on the farm against Sac state. Zach state obviously beat Colorado state last year in FBS. They're looking really good uh, under Andy Thompson, the former DC. Now the promoted head coach after Ch- Taylor took the Stanford job that the two coaches know each other very well. It makes this game kind of fascinating. However, I thought long and hard about this overnight. I think I'm going to lay the three with Stanford. I think they bounce back and get it done. What are you doing here? I'm going to take the points, man. Uh, we saw a similar line here with Stanford going to the Island. I know they're not FCS, but you know, they went out there, they whooped up on Hawaii. And now this line sitting here at three again, I think Sac state's got the, uh, they, they have the motivation for this game. They've looked good on the field so far for what they've been playing. I'm going to do it. I'm going to take the three. I think they hang around and keep it real, real close. There we go. Cal Poly's taking on Lincoln. CA. remember Lincoln, no home games, just all life on the road. <laughs> They're like the rolling stones, baby. Uh, no line on that game, but I, and by the way, I'm super excited for this matchup. No line on this Ferris state, Montana. I think it's my favorite game to watch all week. I can't wait to watch that fucking game. Montana, watch out. Watch out for, for the Fair State Bulldogs. Uh, this is another decent one here. Incarnate Word taking on uh, Abilene Christian. This is a very good game, man. Like I said, week three's got some bangers in the FCS. Uh, this is one Abilene is getting a one and a half point. So I dubs favored by one and a half. You know what? Give me give me Abilene to get this done. Give me Abilene to, on the money line. What are you doing here? Yeah, same thing. I, I this I was back and forth on this game, but Abilene they're buying into their football program. Uh, a little more consistency than what Incarnate Word has going on. So they looked good last week, good for them. But the whole roster turnover, I'm going to take Abilene at home to get this one done. 
Jackson State and Jason Brown heading into San Marcos to take on Texas State. GJ Kinney. Interesting, interesting FBS matchup here, but uh, man, yeah, it's it, it, it's it's a big number because uh, Texas State laying twenty nine. Give me Jackson State to cover the twenty nine. Four touchdowns, they can stay within four touchdowns. What are you doing here? I think Kenny and the Bobcats are out there to prove a point week after week right now. So I'm going to go ahead. I'm going to lay the twenty nine. Uh, Jackson State looking a little improved last week, but still a lot to figure out as far as just the team meshing in general. So I'm going to lay it. One of my favorite games of the night is the last game to kick. Southern Utah heading into UC Davis take on Dan Hawkins. This is a great matchup. I'm high on both these teams this year. But when I see UC Davis favored by 17 and a half, I am locking up Southern Utah to cover 17 and a half in Davis, California. It's a great game to end the night with. What are you doing here? Brother, we're lockstep again. I'm locking it up. I like Southern Utah getting them points. It's too many points. Let's fucking go. All right, folks, that is our show. We are the FCS college football experience. We're going to have a reaction show for you next week to talk about the action. Um, so subscribe, tell a friend, just type in sg.pn slash FCS to subscribe, get on over to YouTube, youtube.com slash the college experience to subscribe. Give Mike a follow uh, at GCG underscore wins on, uh, on Twitter. Uh, there you go. If you're watching on YouTube, you'll see it right there. Um, and also give me a follow at the Colby D and the college football experience, the FCS college football experience on Twitter at TCE on SGPN. We pre- appreciate everyone listening, everyone in the chat. Yeah, and I'm, I'm, I'm really excited for this slate of games. I think this is one of the best, you know, weeks of the season. So uh, a viewing guide, viewing guide, you got to get that central Arkansas, North Dakota state game on the Southern Utah, UC Davis game. Uh, there's just a lot of bangers, Southern Illinois, SEMO. Uh, Yale take it on Holy Cross. There's a lot of really good matchups, folks, to enjoy. Even like Sac State Stanford, I find compelling. Uh, so check it out. It's big time week, uh, folks. I host the College Football Experience. I also this is the FCS College Football Experience, but I also host the FBS version, the College Football Experience. Subscribe to that. I also host the College Basketball Experience. When the season kicks, I'll be here every single night of the season. Um, when the season tips, I mean, not kicks. Um, I also host the college baseball experience with Noah Beanick, and we have the Big Twelve experience now. If you're a Big Twelve fan out there, check it out. Uh, we all those are all separate podcasts, so if you can hop over to iTunes, give us a five star review, we'd appreciate it. But uh, we come together as one on YouTube, YouTube.com/slash The College Experience. Check us out. Check out the Sports Gambling Podcast on uh, Veasan every Friday night. Yes, Veasan is a network that you do have access to on YouTube TV. So uh, if you got the NFL package or you just got YouTube TV, hop on over to Veasan, check it out. Uh, it's V S I N Friday nights, eight o'clock brand new. And hopefully down the road, we'll have this show on the, on the market there. So uh, check it out and check out the sports gambling podcast in general, get the SGPN app for free in the app store and Google play store and come talk FCS with the uh, FCS football with us in the discord sports gambling podcast.com slash discord until next time, folks, this is the FCS college football experience. You better start thinking about yours and we out of here. Run, shoot, shoot.